Are you ready to become toxic person proof? Hey guys, Sarah K. Ramsey here to help you find love and success after a toxic relationship so you can design a life you're actually excited about living. Hello, wonderful. This is Sarah and I am here with Shanna who has had a journey that <laughs> I'm excited to talk to you guys about. Um, how long have we known each other now? Oh my gosh, Sarah. It's been, I think, almost close to two years, hasn't it? I think, I think so years. too. I think so too. Um, so give people a tiny bit of background on what uh, the reason we met. Uh, give them a little bit about your past. Okay. Oh, certainly. So um, I am one of those um, wonderful women who stayed 32 years long um, in a toxic relationship and worked my hand off for my hand end off for a business. And everything was essentially mostly taken away from me. Of course, you and I know that, you know, all of the hard work, nothing was divided evenly and such. And I started the journey to recovery. I left the relationship. I knew that there was something wrong. And I had started seeing a couple of people, counselors um, and therapists, you know, before I met you, but was still just not, my head wasn't connecting with what I was wanting to, you know, wanting to feel like, like I still seem to be a bit stuck, um, you know, in just the sadness of it all and the craziness, mm -hmm. uh, the fact that I had spent so much time in that. Um, and I just felt like I had wasted so much time, which I did. But, you know, luckily, I came across your toxic, uh, you know, love and success after finding a toxic relationship or no, excuse me, I got tongue tied finding yeah. a love and success <laughs> relationship. Um, yeah. So She's talking about the Facebook group, if you don't know. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So finding love and success after a toxic relationship. Yeah. Well, I just loved it. Like it was very encouraging. I started reading a few of your responses and stuff. And then I thought, you know, I'm going to reach out to this lady and I'm going to see what she has to offer. And of course, you know, you and I talked about the fact that I was really afraid. Am I spending a lot of money on someone who's really going to do for me exactly what the other people had done for me, which they helped me, but I just wasn't, you know, like, wow, like I'm better or wow, yeah. like, you know, like, you know, so, so I was concerned about that, um, you know, and you, of course, reassured me in your wonderful way that you do. Um, and, you know, I took the chance and spent the money on the course and spent the money um, with you. And like literally since then, Sarah, it has been just such a life changing um, purpose in my life. You know that I'm halfway done with a degree in business admin and finance. Um, you know, I have dated. Um, we went from my first phone call about a date to, you know, me not even being able to ask, you know, for what bothered me about the day um, to, you know, me being engaged last year and that, you know, me um, ending that um, because it wasn't right to now dating to finally meet like I've met a super, super nice guy. Now, I'm not engaged or anything yet. I'm taking this one a little bit slower. Um, but what's amazing is just how beautiful this relationship is and how wonderful it is like to not have you know the hiccups or drama or anything <laughs> um you know um and also just to feel good every day I mean you know to wake up you know feeling good like I can actually solve the problems in my life even if I make a mistake which of course you know the toxic people they make you feel like you can't do that anymore they feel like you cannot run your own life manage your own life every step you take is a question mark you know, instead mm -hmm. of a forward, you know. Um, and so, you know, you have just helped me so much. Like, I can't thank you enough. <laughs> oh, I did not uh, prep her to say any of that, I assure you. <laughs> but, well, it, thank you. Thank you. Can we talk a bit about why you were sad? Because that's a conversation I've not had with that many women. And 
sadness of regret of the time lost, the person you thought he was going to be, because you like so many women, it's not that you missed him. Right. Because it was like, eh, but he was really bad, but, but you missed something. You missed out on things. You had sadness, you had grief, right? Of course I did. Um, and, and, you know, like at first I sort of didn't understand that. I thought, why am I sad? You know, like he was, mm-hmm. he could be work at some point. He's robbed like half of my life's money and work. Why would I be sad over that? Um, but the truth is, you know, that you know, all of those things contribute to that, um, you know, your brain and all those chemicals that are created. And of course, I had 32 years of that, you know, in my brain that I needed to, you know, solve and cure. But but also, just like what you said, it's because there is that dichotomy of, um, I'm trying to think of what Sandra Brown calls it, the cognitive dissonance. Cognitive where, dissonance, yeah. Mm-hmm. Where I was, you know, um, I was, you know, just focusing on, you know, like lots of the good things. And I would try to build those things up in my head and make that make up for the bad things that yes. he was doing. Yes. All those, you yes. Know? Uh, yes. And so that's why I was sad. Like I was actually missing like that thing that I had actually made up, you know, um, not, not the real him. I mean, not to say, I mean, obviously toxic people, they can seem as if they're very good. They can seem as if they're charming and they can seem as if they love you. But, you know, in the end, did he really love me to steal all those things away from me? Did he really love me, um, you know, to constantly be raging at me and different things like that? No, he did not. But in my brain, I thought that he did at that time. And it creates this swirl of sadness, right? And thank you. As soon as you said that, I was like, oh, I want to ask her more. And then you started saying all these really other cool, fun things. I didn't want to interrupt you. But I I think that's important to note, right? Because it seems like... It's like, why am I sad? This doesn't even make sense. And he was mean to me. Why am I sad? And I think that's a really important thing thing to note. Um, but you are in a great relationship now, right? I am. Yeah. I mean, you know, amazingly, Sarah. And once again, you know, just to tell the readers out there, you know, your recommendation of the how not to die alone um, actually helped me with this one um, because I went out on, I think, about... I'm going to say, I think I went out on about five dates with um, Brian. Brian is his name. Um, and um, anyway, I went out on about five dates with Brian. Um, and, you know, the first um, two or three dates, they were wonderful. They were good. Um, we talked a lot. We have a lot in common. We both like fitness. Um, we both don't have kiddos, which is kind of nice for us. So we can kind of just focus on having fun and kind of, you know, just exploring and enjoying life a little bit more. Um, and, you know, um, But, you know, it's sort of like what you talked about, you know, like kind of that rush of those feelings that come, I think, kind of sometimes with the bad boys or something that wasn't there. So I was like, well, am I really liking him? Do I really like him or do I not? Like I was kind of questioning that a bit, Um, you know, and then it's so funny. My cousin, who, of course, has been on this journey with me, said, you know, just give it a few more dates, you know, just just got with him a couple more times. So I did that. Um, and I actually almost didn't go out with him again. Like I had told him, I don't think that we're probably a match. Like, I don't know, like if I'm feeling it or not. And I had actually just, just bought like this book, how not to die alone before I said this. And I had just started reading it. So it's about halfway through, through with it, which is so funny. 
And then he called me. It was so sweet. He called me just to check on me because he is a sweet, wonderful man, um, you know, um, and just mentioned, you know, hey, you know, we could always just be friends and go do something together. Like it doesn't have to be serious, you know, and, you know, like I really liked your style and such, you know, maybe, you know, we could go shopping together, you know, and like you could help me like kind of get my wardrobe straight, you know, for my future dates and stuff like that. And then I kind of started thinking, I was like, wait a minute. I don't want to have him, I don't want to get a wardrobe for him to have future dates. What am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> well, I love that. So can you tell, can you describe to people what if, what you feel like in a healthy relationship versus a toxic relationship? Oh my goodness. Well, you know, first of all, it's very just calm, Sarah. It's, it's very calm and it's very kind of an even feeling, but it's also exciting in ways as well, as you know. Um, in other words, like I like when I do see him, like I'm really excited. Like when I see him walk into the room, I realize I missed him and, and I want a hug and a kiss from him, you know. Um, and then, you know, like he calls me, you know, like to just check on me and say nice things, um, which really feels wonderful. And I also am able to maintain, like my brain is not, I know this might be hard to understand for some people if they didn't go through this, but my brain is not focused on him 24-7. Like I'm waking up and I'm going to the gym and, you know, and I may say hi to him. Like, you know, like when I get home from the gym, we call and say hi. And that's really wonderful, you know, touching base with him in the morning, saying good morning. But then I also, you know, do my homework and I do the things that I need to do and I do work. Okay. That's important. Yeah. 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 So, cause I had a friend when I was starting to date Ben and she said, Oh, is it like a, um, you know, a swirling vortex of passion and craziness. And I was like, no, <laughs> it's, it's not, you know, it's a really right. peaceful, you know, it is fun and passionate and exciting, but it is peaceful and kind. Exactly. It is. Um, and amazingly, Sarah, I mean, um, like I said, you know, like I've mentioned that he's sweet and caring and kind. And I mean, Sarah, we are talking like, you know, he is like a really great quality dude um, in so many ways. I mean, like he is a former state senator, a former House of Representatives member. Um, he may be running for judge soon, you know, so he is a really like not to say that, you know, those types of people can't be toxic, but I'm just saying he is a really good quality person. Like he loves his community. He has served his community. You know, he's a farmer. So he's a, a farm as well. Um, you know, but he is just a kind and caring person. And he is all, he cares about me too. Like he says to me, Hey, you know, can I come up and see you? Can we see each other? Like say on Tuesday night, but I want to make sure, you know, are you having plenty of time to study? I don't want to take away your study time. I know that's important to you. Like, so he is always mentioning um, and saying things to me that are about my life as well, wanting to know like what makes me happy and making sure that I'm able to do the things that I want to do. Like it's, it's like this morning, um, heading back here, you know, this morning to my place, I was thinking it's almost as if like, I feel like I have the capability of being like the best person I can possibly be with him. And that is never going to be a threat to him. He's only going to encourage me in that. Yep. Um, yep. And that's mm -hmm. so wonderful. Um, and one of the things that was really great is that 
on the 21st of June um, was my three-year mark for my divorce. My, my divorce was actually final on the 21st of June. And on the 21st of June, um, I was with someone who was actually making my coffee, like asking me, how do you like your coffee? I would like to know how you like your coffee every morning. So if we spend time together, I can bring you coffee just like you like it. I mean, you know, how sweet and wonderful is that? You know, just that one little thing. Um, And it's so funny because, and I didn't even mention this to him, but one of the things that I loved about, you know, President Carter and his wife, Rosalind, um, is that one time she asked him, the best birthday present I could ever get is if every day you would just bring me a cup of coffee in bed when I wake up. And I didn't even mention that to him, but yet here he was like, you know, saying that to me, you know, um, and anyway, he's just a great guy and it's a great feeling and it feels healthy and not, you know, just like what you said, I think I was looking for that vortex of stuff. You know, I was thinking that that was the only way that this could come. Um, and it's so surprising and refreshing and wonderful to not have it be that. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I know. And I know, too, that probably a different version of you or maybe, you know, a different version of a lot of the women I talk to, they think, oh, that sounds boring. And it's not. <laughs> it's peaceful. Okay. You know, it's it's really nice and peaceful. So uh, what advice would you have for a girl who is thinking of um, settling or putting up with toxic behavior? Oh, my gosh. Please, please, please walk away and do not do it. Um, you are worth so much more than that. And you are so valuable. Um, and you have come through such a fight to get where you are, um, to settle for that a second time, um, would just, just be so such disaster. I just would never want to do that in my life, which of course is why, you know, that I walked away from the engagement. Um, the engagement wasn't necessarily toxic, but you know, and I mean, he was a nice gentleman, but he just wasn't the person for me. Um, you know, and so even just having the wherewithal for me to say, you know, it's just kind of like what you tell us. I want to plan my life and I want to see my life the way I want it. Like, I want to, I want to think about that, you know, mm-hmm. um, and in, I couldn't see my life with him. Like I kept asking that question every day. Can I see my life here in this place? Can I see my life with him? And I couldn't. So I knew that I had to be honest about that and walk away. And I'm sure that many people may have had something to say about that, like, oh, I feel sorry for her or anything, but I don't feel bad a bit. I mean, you know, we only have one life, Sarah, and you want to make sure that every day you're trying to do everything you can to hopefully that have that be the best that it can possibly be. And what a gift to other women. You know, there's... I had a discussion today with someone and they were taught, I was kind of talking about the middle way of being toxic person proof, right? Because I know there are people out there who were saying things like, you deserve better. You know, I'm a grown A woman. I'll do what I want, you know, and it's a very, or I don't trust anybody. I'm shutting everybody out. Right. And it's a very um, protective barrier type energy. Right. Yeah. It feels very defiant. It feels like I don't trust people. I'm not going to let anybody hurt me. I'm not going to put up with that SHIT. Right. And it's this very like, it feels like that's so much of what is out there. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. And I mean, you know me, Sarah. You know that um, like I was on 
you know, I took all of your advice, you know, like I probably was on just about every dating app, eHarmony, Match. Um, I started out in Christian Mingle. Um, I did Zeus. Um, I met Brian on Zeus, um, you know, and, you know, like I just kept on plugging away, you know, like I went on date after date after date, much like you um, when you were dating, not many dates probably went to the second date um, mm-hmm. just because like any way I could tell, you know, but that was okay. That was giving me practice in my voice um, and in being able to set boundaries and make choices that were really good for me, um, you know, and like standing up for myself in ways that I really needed to know how to do. Um, And all of that got me to the place where I was sort of at this place where I was still dating, but I was like, you know, wow, I moved into my new house in Missouri. Um, My new house is really pretty. Um, I started my new job, you know, that finishing school. So I kind of had a full life, like, you know, I was dating, but, and and I want to meet someone, you know, that that's like my goal. But however, if I didn't, I would be okay. Um, But certainly, like never settle, never Mm -hmm. settle for something right for you or that is bad in any way. And I love that, um, that quote that says dating um, is there to make you feel good about yourself and to be fun Mm -hmm. um, and enjoyable. And if you're not, ha- if you, if it's not doing that for you, then you need to walk away, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what advice would you have for someone who wasn't in that space and they kind of felt they had started to make dating their job and um, they were kind of going on dates with energy of, I have to find this. It has to work out. I have to, you know, what advice would you have for her? Well, I think that you just sort of have to almost take a deep breath and really look at your, like, really look at what you're projecting there, um, because that's what's going to come off, you know, in the dates even. Like, you know, that energy um, that I have to have someone, that is going to come across as really, really needy, which you don't want to be. You do not want to be needy, because you don't want a guy that's needy either. Like, I don't want a guy... I didn't want a guy who just wants to hang around me, who wants to come and move in my house, um, you know, and be all needy, needing my attention and stuff all the time, because I have things to do as well. Like I have work and I'm working on this degree and, you know, you know me, I go to the gym, I'm very busy, you know, so I needed someone who had a full life as well. Um, but definitely that energy is going to come off as very needy. And even if you think that you're hiding that, you are not hiding it. it guys mm-hmm. are going to pick up on it. Really. They certainly will. And high quality guys are going to be repelled by it, right? Oh, absolutely. Yes, mm-hmm. definitely. Definitely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Awesome. Okay, thank you so much. Any last words of wisdom that you would talk to people about in resiliency and dating or resiliency in life in general? Certainly. Well, I love your, just your viewpoint, Sarah, of just failing forward. Um, mm-hmm. Keep trying, you know, um, you know that I am just like, I'm three years out of this relationship and literally just to the point where, you know, like my, my head is kind of on straighter now. <laughs> it's just yeah. I kind of say, uh, but you know, it takes you a while to get there, but I don't know what the future holds for me. Um, I know that like I have ideas of what I want to do, businesses and things like that. And I don't know what those are going to be, but I know that I'm not going to stop and I don't want to quit. I want to always move forward. And that's, that's just definitely what I would do. And I mean, you know, Sarah, you know, just like me in this process, there are many days where, 
you know, like you're taking four or five steps ahead and then you're paused because everything comes crashing down and that's okay. Just let the crash happen and then go ahead and take a little break and then move forward again. You know, um, just don't let it paralyze you, you know, mm-hmm. um, you go out on 10 dates that are awful dates. That's okay. You may be, you know, got to meet 10 new people. You may not want to be in love with them and married to them, but who knows? Maybe they're business contacts. Maybe, you know, it's a new friend who has an interest that you do. Um, you know, just kind of take it as life and let it be um, encouraging to you to just keep moving forward. Awesome. I love it. Well, thank you for helping us on our journey to becoming toxic person proof. Hello, wonderful. This is Sarah, and I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. I know that there was something that you can take away to help you get past the past, get real about the present, or get serious about your future. And if I did my job, then hopefully it will help you with all three. If you are not in my Facebook group, Finding Love and Success After a Toxic Relationship, then consider this your personal invitation from me. I'm there live. There's tons of support and most importantly, tons more information to help you on your journey to become toxic person proof.